0: Hi, this is Cameron.
1: And I'm Jorge Luis.
0: Today we have the Eichelbergers with us.
1: Let's hear their stories and experience, and let's start now.
2: Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope.
0: the Education Will's Hope podcast. I'm Karen graham Vivanco.
1: And I'm Jorge Luis Rodriguez.
0: I'm the co-founder of Equals H and the director of the program here in Ecuador.
1: And I am the coordinator of teams and training in Equals H in Ecuador <laughs> as well
0: equals H exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations.
1: And the main goal for this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners, friends, and supporters informed as to what is happening here in Ecuador and our ministry.
0: Because we couldn't do it without you. And what is happening in the month of October is teams, teams, teams. Teams.
1: Lots of teams, right?
0: Short-term teams. We um, had the privilege of the last two shows. We've Mm -hmm. had the Episcopal Diocese of Washington on, and today we get to have the Eichelbergers. Um, so, Gary, would you please introduce yourself?
2: Yeah, thank you. I'm Gary Eichelberger, and I am uh, the rector of St. Andrew's Episcopal Church in Greenville, South Carolina. I've been the rector there for uh, six years and um, uh, been a priest for eight years. I uh, was at Christ Church in Greenville before that, and uh, before that, I was a lawyer for about uh, 12 years, so
0: um, a full fun fact about Gary, he actually got a dual degree from Duke that was a law d- law degree and theology degree at the same time.
2: Wow. That's right. Yeah, one of my best friends at the time said that it was, I went to law school because I wanted to be a lawyer, and I went to divinity school so I could figure out how the other side thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs>
0: I love, I didn't know that a program like that existed. I love it. And Miss um, Casey, could you please yes. introduce yourself? Yes.
3: So I'm Casey Eichelberger. I am a member at St. Andrew's Episcopal Church in Greenville, South Carolina, and came to Ecuador really in that capacity. Um, I am also an OBGYN and have been practicing medicine for 16 years.
0: And you guys have um, had some cross-cultural experience prior to coming to Ecuador. What was that?
2: So, um... Our, our, our first, I would say, cross-cultural experience um, of, of great significance was when we were both at Duke and uh, we went with the Episcopal Center to Costa Rica on a spring break um, timed uh, mission experience with um, Habitat for Humanity. And so we both built a house together or built part of a house together. And uh, actually, um, a week later, went on our first date together. We
0: had then so. really built a house together yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> built a life together.
2: Right. Um, and then we also um, uh, later uh, spent a year in Zimbabwe where mm-hmm. I was working with Young Adult Service Corps, which is an Episcopal um, mission uh, program mm-hmm. geared toward uh, folks, I think, generally 18 to 30 years old. That, that age has shifted some over time. So, But um, I taught at the Anglican Seminary in Zimbabwe uh, for that year. And Casey was there on a, um, a fellowship to do international service work. I'll let her mm-hmm. explain that. So.
3: Yeah, so I went over with the Heart Fellowship from Duke and was given the opportunity to work for a year for those of us who were considering international service work in a more secular context. I worked with the Oak Zimbabwe Foundation doing HIV-AIDS grant work and then also did documentary photography with uh, youth groups in the informal settlements.
0: Mm-hmm. So our guests today are dumb as bricks. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding! No. <laughs> All of our guests are um, have been uh, extraordinary. Um, what brings you guys to Ecuador? Why why did you choose to come check out Educational Educational's Hope?
2: So, um, I guess a, a, a number of different things. Casey and I both have um, loved our work in in, the, in mission uh, and. I want that to continue to be a part of our lives. Um, We actually were about to go uh, with a uh, mission, a medical mission team to Haiti in Mm. March Mm -hmm. of 2020 uh, when uh, COVID shut everything down. And so we didn't have the opportunity to do that. Um, But um, we um, have been learning more and more about um, uh, the work of Education Equals Hope uh, through it's partnership with our diocese, Diocese mm-hmm. of Upper South Carolina and, wee through, wee. <laughs> and through Cameron's, um, uh, coming to, uh, you know, coming back to Upper South Carolina to mm-hmm. talk with clergy, uh, and, and, meet with churches. Also, Reverend Susan Hardaway mm-hmm. is a big advocate for the work of Education Equals Hope, um, and she has really encouraged us, uh, to come here. And then, um, in my role at St. Andrews, um, I've really been uh, hoping that we could get uh, St. Andrew's more involved uh, in uh, the life of the church uh, beyond uh, Greenville, and beyond mm-hmm. Upper mm-hmm. South Carolina, and and so that we can learn about what God is doing in other parts of the world, and 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 to have that help our faith uh, grow and deepen, uh, and our understanding of God deepen. Here, here. So.
0: Here. here. Mm-hmm. Casey, you want to add anything to that? or
2: No, I mean, I think that was uh, that sums it up beautifully.
3: One of the amazing things being here and in conversation with y'all over the past um, several days has been a feeling of almost inevitability that we would cross mm. paths at some uh-huh. point, the number of people that we know in common, I mean, <laughs> to here. a team member. And it seems like that's a common experience for you at E equals H, mm. that the, the network is vast and the national borders or whatever those may be, um, really have no import in terms of relationship. Mm -hmm. And so it feels like we were almost meant to be
1: here in this space. here, here. Well— every person that comes down in teams vision teams and every person that is here in our podcast would try to listen to their unique perspectives and experiences down here right so something that I have been uh, perceiving from your team because when when you come with 30 people it's really hard to grasp everything and to spend more time in different places for you guys that you came just the two of you and your 15 year old uh, Virginia too um how has that experience been to you and what have you been able to grasp and absorb What you for, from what you have seen from the country and the work of Equals H2? Yeah,
2: so I, I think you mentioned something that we hadn't talked about yet which is that our daughter Virginia is here with us mm-hmm. and um, we we had one, another uh, mission experience for three months in Malawi uh, w- when Virginia was four years old, um, but it uh, w- we just saw this as an incredible opportunity to expose her to this type of work and uh, and to the world um, and God's work uh, th- in other parts of the world uh, as a as a young woman mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. as a 15 year old, and so we've been delighted to be able to share this uh, mm-hmm. with her. Um, And the—I don't—do you you want to say anything further? Um, uh, The—I guess I am always um, uh, delighted to find out how God is transforming people's lives Mm -hmm. um, and how— the people of God are serving each other, are welcoming each other, and uh, growing in deeper knowledge of, mm-hmm. of one another in, in different places. And so that, that has been um, uh, one of the deep learnings for me is just to see that, uh, to see how, you know, obviously every place is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, every Every person is different. uh, Every person is particular. And God created us each in a unique fashion so that we each have something to reveal to the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the same time, we see the way in which we are all created in God's image. And so we are all uh, the same uh, in Mm -hmm. in that way. And and so that has been been just uh, another lovely thing about this experience.
1: That's really cool. I've had the chance of being able to share with you guys a little bit of your experience and all that. So Casey, tell me a little bit of what have been your highlights from this time. What have you seen? Because you have a very unique perspective, right? You try to see things in um, the environment and education and health and all those things. What have you grasped from that? Yeah, thank you so much. Um, some of this may be redundant
3: because we've mm-hmm. covered a little bit of it just in those great evening debrief sessions. But one of the things that has struck me has been that the four days on the ground has felt a little bit like a master class in what could be done um, <laughs> in other places. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think the traditional thought process is coming and saying, what could we pour into this space? And in a lot of ways, the pouring has been back into me Mm -hmm. with tidbits that I have jotted down in notebooks about what I have learned here could be translated into better care for folks in South Carolina Mm -hmm. on the ground there. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that I wrote at the top of a page one evening was, um, it is absolutely possible to know every patient that comes Mm -hmm. through our doors. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that um, watching folks here on the ground and hearing stories yesterday at Dios Es Amor of Evelyn going into every person's home to know the story of the mother and the father and the journey and who is sick and who is not— And how many times um, at various places, at Cristo, at Casa Gabriel, we have heard stories of uh, knowing who's employed, who's not, what was the trauma, what is kind of the current right now situation, and how little we do of that in medicine after someone leaves our doors, um, that For a group of folks, I am really blessed to help take care of a group of women in a clinic we call the Magdalene Clinic, and it's women with substantial life trauma who are um, currently pregnant and have substance use disorder. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we pour resources into and over them when they're in our doors. Um, But when they journey back out, there isn't that knowing of what's happening in that home environment. Mm -hmm. And so a thought process coming out of some of this for me has been, what would that look like uh, to to commit to that knowing and to to acknowledge that truth that there is nothing but will that is separating us and time from going crossing that invisible barrier that exists in secular worlds into a commitment to knowing. So anyway, it has been an extraordinary experience. Um, Gary reflected on the particularity of each of us, and I love that because I do think there can be a an easy intellectual pass of saying we're all the same, one holy family, which is true, and we are all Absolutely unique in our experience. Mm -hmm. Every Mm -hmm. single human, unique. And yet, I still go back to that other place of sameness and familiarity. Mm -hmm. Um, I mentioned to several of you getting to experience just sitting outside uh, a baby shower and how Mm. lovely it is to have experienced that and listened to it and watched it in so many countries over the years and how identical it is (laughs) when people celebrate a group of women celebrate new life. Um, Love that. And also the experience of sitting in someone's home, the home visit of them cooking for us and the um, across so many different lines of difference there being so many strains that are the same the mother calling to the child like come back (laughs) in come back in we have guests come help us um the child in in a corner on an iphone you know which i same same with my child and so anyway there was just so many sweet moments of recognition of me looking at donya lily and being like (laughs) i see you i get all of this too yes me too it's
1: so hard so anyway thank you thank you Casey.
0: Um, Gary, where do you – where have you seen God's fingerprint, or what is something that you've you've seen God move and have recognized that over the last few days?
2: So an easy answer to that is I see God's fingerprints everywhere. (laughs) Um, I mean, I I see God's fingerprints in in all of the staff of E equals H, in – you know, the every one of the young men at Casa Gabriel, in mm-hmm. um, the and the students at uh, Dios More, um, and um, but one of the moments for me of of um, experiencing God deeply uh, was at Cristo Librador mm-hmm. when uh, Mother Lourdes uh, gave me the great honor and privilege of distributing the body of Christ, um, mm-hmm. to, to those gathered there for worship. <clears throat> and, um, and, and, you know, each uh, particular hand that I got to place, uh, the body of Christ in, um, and then all the little hands and mouths that I placed it in at the very end, because they had the, the children come up at the mm-hmm. end and, and that, um, I got to kind of bend down and place it, in their hands or mouth, and and um, it was a, a an overwhelming fullness of of, uh, of the experience of God's love and uh, and the Holy Spirit uh, just in 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 that worship mm-hmm. uh, moment. So, it's one of my favorite things to do. It's yeah. a, it, you know, to, as a as a priest, uh, 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 another priest friend of mine. Um, I remember early on as a priest, him coming down after uh, after we worshipped and. And he said, "Yeah, I can't believe that we get paid
0: to do this, (laughs)
2: right? To put, you know, so the other things, you know, that that maybe aren't as fun sometimes, but (laughs) but um, so that would be one of my deep experiences Mm -hmm. of of, of God. um, But and I, you know, the 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 stories that we've we've heard, and and Casey has has talked about that of of, um, just the deep knowing of other people and their." Uh, their growth and mm-hmm. um, their ups and downs and such. Yeah. So, so,
0: well, one of the things that I that I love, obviously, not all of our supporters are part of the Episcopal Church, <laughs> nor do nor do they have to be, nor should they be. We're very <laughs> thankful that um, that we have a, a pretty wide base. Um, and Eagles H, of course, is not even a Christian organization. It's just, it just happens to be run by a bunch of people who believe in Jesus. Um, and we, there are many of us who are from the Episcopal Church. We're working on Jorjito. <laughs> we're, we're trying to pull, it out idea. Out, Got pull idea. him into the, into the fold. But I love that St. Uh, that Andrew's was saying the same prayers at mm-hmm. the same time and that they were having communion the same time. And that really is something that, that binds us together as the Anglican communion. And we can, we can be self-focused in that, which is not the point or the purpose. It's just a a fun little wink um, so that we can then turn outward towards uh to the rest of god's world and creation including our brothers and sisters in faith well well i mean even jorjito luis has a faith even if he's not episcopal
1: (laughs) yes i do
0: (laughs) (laughs) indeed so that that's something that i love remembering those prayers and knowing how many churches um in the diocese of upper south carolina and in north carolina and in tennessee Mm -hmm. are praying for equals h are praying for my husband and my children myself it I mean, I can't imagine what life would be without those prayers. Mm. Um, and I'm so incredibly grateful for that, those, those times, those thin places, the, synchronous, the synchronicity of, of God's kingdom is fun mm. when we get to s- kind of peel back their curtain and, and see that and remember that. Um, would you encourage anyone or what would you encourage someone um, if they were interested in e equals H, um, what would you encourage them to do in their, their life at home? Because not everyone has to get on a plane. We would love for them to come get on a plane, and we are thrilled. Um, Casey, thank you for saying that part, that that there are things that you can put into practice elsewhere. That feels like success for us, that that whatever God is doing here that we get to be a part of, that um, that we can learn from each other and, and continue to grow God's kingdom in other parts of the world. That feels like huge success. But if our listeners right now are thinking, well, I'd like to— th- can I really trust e equals h does it Does it feel like a good thing? I guess you 're on our podcast. I guess you have to say yes <laughs> but but you don 't have yeah. to you don 't actually have to
2: no i um well, my testimony would be uh, that 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 you can trust that God is working uh, through e equals h and through uh, the folks uh, that are on staff with e equals h and through all the um, organizations that are connected to it, supported by it, loved by it, um, and uh, and so you know, there's um, you can listen to this podcast, you can go to the website, you can um, uh, learn about uh, e equals H as as, um, as 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 y'all come back to um, the states and, and and meet folks and uh, and talk, and, and various other representatives come back and uh, and. And meet and talk, uh, and so there's there a lot of opportunities to learn about it, and then also opportunities to support it financially, uh, with prayer, um, mm-hmm. support it. Um, and you may know more about the opportunities uh, to to support it uh, than I do, but um, and, and then there's also um, opportunities to come and see, um, and and so encourage people to consider that they they won't regret it.
0: So. Virginia has already laid a claim that she wants to bring right. a youth team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about that.
2: Yeah, that will be one of our our next steps when we get home is beginning to to think about how uh, St. Andrew's um, in particular uh, can can be more involved in this mm-hmm. work and 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 to have more of our parish exposed to uh, the abundance that that we find here.
0: So, Amen. Amen.
3: Um, I just wanted to make a comment around the question of can you trust and what would you say to people considering uh, very specifically— to folks who are considering a physical visit, which is to say that once you have been traveling for, and I don't know what that period of time is, there's really very little that is scary about that. But in Mm -hmm. this, I want to speak to people who have not yet crossed a cultural boundary or um, traveled to places outside the U.S. or traveled to places that did not feel somehow known to them by Mm -hmm. way of culture or whatnot. Um, And just from someone whose brain works very pragmatically and in logistics, I will tell you that the experience of coming here, A, the flight is less than four and a half hours from Atlanta to Quito, so Mm -hmm. hardly anything. It's the same thing as getting to um, California from the East Coast, so that should not be a boundary. Second thing is that from the decision to come to the moment you go back to the airport, it really reads as though, feels as though it is a high-touch, highly-coordinated process where you don't really have to make any decisions from the moment you land, someone is there, takes you back to a place, all of your meals are coordinated, your pickup, there is never a moment of question, concern, worry, etc. So Mm -hmm. from the perspective of someone who has not traveled, I would say this would be a beautiful way Mm -hmm. to journey into another space if you're interested in seeing mission work in a different part of the world. Um, And I would be delighted to talk to
1: anybody about Mm -hmm. the logistics of that.
0: Mm, Thank you. Thank
1: you, Casey. That truly means a
0: lot. I'm overwhelmed
1: (laughs) by that. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's like,
0: (laughs) we're doing our job well. Good job, you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you both so much for coming. Thank you for being a part of the Hopecast. I look forward to what but the next adventures God has in store for all of us, and it's wonderful to see um, God pull up an, another chair to his table in this part of the world. It's, it's wonderful to have you guys be a part of that. Um, Casey and Greg, Greg, Gary, I know who you are. have <laughs> made that mistake ever um, Casey and Gary have been a part of Cristo Liberador and Dioses Amor and Casa Dalia and Casa Gabriel specifically and they've gotten to see the, the students and the families that are transformed or get to have the opportunity of education if you would like to join them in supporting students in education please go to www.educationequalshope.org, hope org find the donate now button we are not able to give micro scholarships away without those resources and anything, $5 a month, $10 a month, $30 a month, a million dollars a month. So far, no one has taken me up on that last one. But uh, whatever the amount is, um, we are so very grateful that we get to be a part of this and get to be a part of God's story and people's lives and being the the practical help that they need to put one foot in front of the other and use their God-given gifts um, as they get an education. So thanks, you guys, so much for being here. Thank Thank you. I'll see you next time. See you. Bye. Thanks for listening to our HopeCast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org. Or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.